Welcome to the Downright Happy Podcast, a show where we have candid conversations about finding joy and motivation in everyday life. I'm way underqualified and overpassionate to talk about all things building a life that you love, and I think one of the best ways to start is by having conversations and listening to the people around you. Today, we are going to unpack something near and dear to my heart, moving, and I couldn't think of a better individual to join me than three-time Olympic figure skater, mom of 65, inventor of the Pop-Tart, and paid spokeswoman for QVC's non-stick travel line, please welcome my friend, roommate, and co-host, Rebecca C. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? So good. Thank you so much for joining us. Anytime. So, one of the ways that we like to kick off this show is by doing an ick of the week. Okay. So, part of our platform is we reject toxic positivity. So, because, you know, sometimes life is really shitty. Icky. Icky. And so, we like to we like to talk about those and unpack those. Would you, as our guest, like to share your ick of the week? I will have to say my ick of the week has to be losing my wallet last night and waking up with um, no recollection of where it may be. So it's either in the back of the Uber I took last night or on the streets of South Boston. What did you, how did you track or figure out where it could be? I, well, when I woke up this morning and I was going to take my journey to Dunkin' Donuts (laughs) and my wallet was not in its usual um, hook, Mm -hmm. I ripped apart every single part of our apartment. And when it wasn't there... I used my deduction skills <laughs> to say, okay, when was the last the time? The power of seduction. <laughs> the or power, no, the power, power of deduction. deduction. And I called the bar that I was having a time at <laughs> last night, and they were like, sorry, girl, nowhere to be found. Oof. And so now Uber is in con- is trying to be in contact with my driver, but he has decided... Not to not to respond. What do you what do you mean? He's ghosting me. <laughs> so So your ex of the week are losing your wallet and having your Uber driver ghost, ghost you. Me. Exactly. Oof. So that, that is was a... my ick of the week and I would love to hear yours. Ooh, okay. It's <laughs> no, I think it's so icky when a girl is like really, really negative towards another girl for mm-hmm. something about being a girl. Oh my god. They it could yeah. be if there was like a girl that was a terrorist. Yeah. And Susie Q was like, yo. Terrorism. Terrorism sucks. Chilled. Yeah. Like then that's... I'd be like, I respect it. But. But if it's about like just them existing and stuff, like let them, let them be. It's icky. Like, so that's, that's I, how I feel about that. But I, like I was so, saying, saying it from outside of the club. True. But it still is. We are complicated creatures. Obviously with one ick, there has to be a green flag or a. So what would be your mm, yes please of the week? <laughs> um. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Definitely, I will say we traveled home. Well, we traveled to my home to True. Connecticut and banded back together with my friends and my family. Thank you again for having me. Of that course, was, oh. it was a blast, and I think definitely getting to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in the past. And like, just for just for the listeners for context because mm-hmm. everybody talks about like their home friend group and I'm used <laughs> I'm used to people having 5, 7, you know, home friends. Rebecca has 
a group of about 45-ish mm-hmm. home friends yep. that are all one group chat, that all come together for the holidays. Anything that you can celebrate with a jello shot will be there. It will be in syringe form. It will be um, a pitcher of green tea. That shots. was Can we talk about that for a hot second? Oh, so I told my so I, my mother has been hosting Friendsgiving for about I want to say 4 years now. Wow. And it started out really small just like a select group and it grew into something where it's literally like a village where come <clears> one come all and she literally acts as a caterer. She really, she, she took it so... She, oh, she was, It like, was her mission. She had, she bought, like, a folding table just for, like, appetizers and the charcuterie board. Um, it was, it's great. And, but it started out with literally one plate of mashed potatoes, one plate of, um, mac and cheese. And, like... And it's grown. And it went from there. But so, this year is probably our biggest turnout. Okay. And I told... All of my my invites, all of my friends and the people that I welcomed, mm-hmm. like, it would be really helpful. Because I was thinking, like, my mom's cooking a lot of food, but that's a lot of kiddos. That's a lot, that's that's a a lot, lot of, for one person to That's a lot of 20-year-olds in, in a one house. So yeah. I asked that, like, if you could stop and grab an appetizer or make something of your own that you you want to contribute yeah. to the table. Like a potluck vibe. It was, it was very I, I potluck. I have a complicated relationship relationship with the word potluck potluck it was um a smorgasbord smorgasbord there you go so byo byo yeah so bring it was your bring appetizer. your own appetizer and byob everyone brought their own booze which turned out quite well for the rest of us but in terms of booze not well for me um my friend joey <laughs> shout out joey um he decided that his contrib- contribution to the table as you will would was this giant pitcher of green tea shots and <laughs> For the listeners, it's Jameson, peach snaps, and I'm pretty sure he had some Sprite in there. It, it and it tastes like a, <clears throat> very clear a shot. It oh, is, it's supposed it's to a be shot. a shot. So it's supposed to hit you hard. And he made a picture of it, so it was mass produced. And um, so fuck you, big green tea. No, literally <laughs> mass production of green tea, and so we all kind of took it seriously as our mission mm-hmm. to finish. This picture, and I know that we both we took part in. I don't know what you're talking that. about. Oh yeah, no, actually, just there was a moment that I'll I'll say it. It was the holidays. There was a moment that the shot glasses that were beside the pitcher ran out, and, and then it were... was replaced with just regular cups. Oh yeah, like solo cups. Yeah. Yep. But so. it's okay. And my mom made pudding shots, and she forgot to hand them out, and I told her that that was probably a good idea, because we all we go out to the bars afterwards, as some of you may contribute to the night before Thanksgiving. <laughs> the local economy. The, yeah, it's the locals. It's everyone comes together and it's basically a reunion and the most chaotic odd reunion. Yep, yeah, it it definitely had the odd factor, but everyone just like it's literally like the Grammys, but for <clears throat> small town bars. Yep. And we put on our leather pants and our boots and There was a moment where y'all were walking and it was the classic like, like and like the kalunk, kalunk, dun, 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 with I the boots. It. Yeah, so the green tea contributed to my green flag. I love that. As well. I love that. What was yours? I feel like it was the pecan pie that my mom made. Oh, stop. That was so good. <laughs> I was, well, there were so many. There have been just so many green flags lately. And anytime, anytime that I'm in Connecticut, I just, mm-hmm. 
like it's one of those places I'm there and I know I want to move there like I love yeah. it so so much so being in Connecticut just in in general was a green flag um green flag for me was after Friendsgiving I hopped in an Uber it struck 12 <laughs> I Cinderella yeah. that bitch oh. I was Uber was ordered. I blew you some kisses. Yeah, literally like smooches by. And <laughs> smooches. I was like, oh, am I not invited to and the then... Uber into my own house? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, but she was pre- she I was, was engaged. I in... was engaged in conversation. I ordered the Uber. Then me just, I was texting everybody. Really? I loved them. Really? I was so thankful for Why them. Why didn't I get a text? Because I literally got to wake up and tell you that. True. Okay, yeah, you did do that. So then I get to your house mm. with your mother, mm-hmm. not my family. Well, I love them, but not my family. <laughs> I bust through that door. I wave to that ring camera, and I go ham at the leftovers. At the leftovers. Oh, and the new ramekin dishes that my mom. Gorgeous. They were like mini <laughs> casserole, casserole dishes. dishes. They're like mini. And casserole. I just stacked that bitch. Oh. Er, <laughs> <laughs> Full. I, it was just array. Boom. And it was magical. And so I love that was how my, my mom's, flag. my mom's, um, she doesn't want to waste the good Tupperware. And so she puts it all in those gallons at block bags. And it's so, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's so brilliant. But it's also kind of like, where is the, like, are we animals? You, can, you can't really do the like classic slice or scoop no, down. No, you gotta like. It's kind of just a squeeze yeah, and. Squeeze and put, pull. You know how of, like with a icing piping bag? It, Cut the tip, just, <laughs> just mashed potatoes, literally. stuffing. Literally. It would be so good. Yep. So good. Jumping into the meat, the juicy, juicy meat of the episode, we are talking about moving. And it's really cool. I feel like we have a good perspective on it because we just moved mm-hmm. two months ago. Coming coming up on three months. Coming up on because three. end of November right now. Which is, I, it's amazing at how fast it's that gone. That is crazy to me but yes I... so we've we just moved and we moved in together we've never lived never before lived. we are we were friends before though and we were friends we're not randos not randos at this time with with kind of the discussion of moving i thought it would be helpful to break it down into yeah. there's everything that went into the pre-move and then the move itself and then yes. we're kind of sitting in this post move of like ooh, we could have done some things better yeah we did love that did... we did some stuff right yeah um, and so I thought it would be be fun to unpack it. A quick little disclaimer conversation before we jump into it. Because um, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to just get on a podcast and be like, this is how you move. Oh, we are professionals. We are, except for us, we're professionals. Yeah, like everybody else has no clue. <laughs> but so if you're, if you're exactly like us, we are, we did a move for the girls and the gays. Yeah. So obviously that's who we are. And we were friends before moving in. Yep, and we were friends with our two other roommates as yep. well, too. And our friendship really, we knew moving into this that it was going to be okay and mm-hmm. cuz our baseline is is really good communication. So if that's if that's not your dynamic, this some of it might not apply. True. And we yeah. also huge acknowledgement to the support network that we had, especially Becca's parents and some yes. of the other roommates' parents. Oh yeah, I feel like we were our own luggers for sure like i'm a big shout out to everyone that helped me move one dresser up these three flights of stairs <laughs> like, it was a battle and we won it we did we won it you know sometimes you gotta lose a battle to win a war but we won that battle you did you did <laughs> and it's like bex is saying too we are two out of 
four roommates. And mm-hmm. so I think that dynamic, moving with four, hugely different than yeah. it would be moving with two. All hands on deck was kind of the motto yeah. for the and first. It, and it has to be, and it has to be. Exactly. And then I think, too, taking into account, like with the amount of people that you're moving, if you've moved before and you know the style that you like to move in or how you want to move, mm. I think one of the biggest things is I don't think I'll ever move the way I did again. I will say that style that you, you had, it was a style. It was a style. I was going to, an era. It was an era. Exactly. Era it was, ended. it was an era and I'm glad that we learned from it because you know, upwards, I, but upwards I will give you full, I give you full credit because you took, packed up <laughs> Put it all in your Jeep, and I have, so disclaimer, me and Will have basically the same car. Literally. And I still am bringing things here from my home every time I go back. So I came, I had like three bags of stuff that I brought back here from Thanksgiving, and I'm still probably going to bring things when I go back for Christmas. So I will give Will full props for... Putting literally everything he owns in his car, everything he owns in the car to the left, <laughs> and just literally just zoom, zoom, zoom. And I also didn't tell anyone that I was leaving. Yeah, like completely just ghosted the state of Maine. Yep. And was like, I'm gone. gone. Which, well, no, you told the people that was important to tell. Exactly. Like, like the, your living situation beforehand. Yes. You yes. communicated with that. And then, but anyone that wasn't on a need to know basis, boom, there was we were no, out. there was no PSA. <laughs> I am the PSA. You are the this podcast is PSA. We moved bitches we moved. here. <laughs> like, Boom. Which speaking of, mm. how did how did we come to the decision that we were gonna move? Well, I think we all had different motives. Mm-hmm. We all had different reasons to move. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally knew that well, so I was brought in to the fold. Mm-hmm. Later, it was originally you and our other two roommates planning to just be in Boston in general. Yeah. And I kind of just had no clue Or it had, what I was to, doing. to back it up even further, so I, our other roommate lives in Boston. Or it has, like, lives And so, and was looking for an apartment. Yep. And so I, it was then the two, I was like, hey, let's look for a place. And then the third joined in. And then the fourth. Yeah, so I was the fourth. I was last. And, like, it was more, I had no clue what I wanted (laughs) to do, like, post-graduation, which is a Mm. whole topic in itself. We can do another episode on that one because I can go into detail. And I will go into heavy detail, but not right now. But no clue the direction I really wanted to go in. I only knew that I wanted to teach. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, my education, like, and my degree can really put me anywhere in this country especially in this climate especially in like there is a big teacher shortage and i think i was like okay well if you can teach from anywhere like walk it like you talk it and you guys were you gave me i will say you gave me full last warning Mm -hmm. you were like we are moving forward with or without you do you want to be involved and i was like you know what literally Sure. Like, okay. Mm. Didn't tell my parents. Like, didn't tell anyone. I was just like, I'm just going to do it. And and then I enlisted their help. <laughs> um, can't Couldn't really go far without Miss Les. So, Shout who is out. my mother? 
But Shout out, Miss Les. <laughs> um, with with that pre-move, looking at that whole time period, diving into it, what would you say was the biggest mistake that was made either by you or by us collectively? Or like in general. So there's no mistakes, only happy accidents. <laughs> That's what I tell my She's students. an educator. Yeah, education and Bob Ross, we love. But I think... If I were to go back and do it again. Yes. Actually, I like that perspective. If I were to go back and do it again, I think I would have found a lot more, like, confidence in moving and, like, peace in moving if I... Because I had the job. Mm-hmm. I had gotten the job before we found the place. Yeah. And I... And, like, thankfully, my job, like, I can be put anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it was... I was kind of... I kind of really lucked out. Yeah. And I feel like we were riding on luck. We were riding on, like, the skin of our teeth. And there was, it was some it was little getting... fairy dust pushing it along. Yeah, and, like, whatever angels were on our shoulders, like, really were like, okay, here. Because I think it was hard not being in a central location together to talk about things in person. Yeah, which, and hopping in here to explain, we, we're the entire out. apartment search was done remotely. Yep. We and lived in different states. All four of us lived in different states, had mm-hmm. different schedules, different work. And so oh, some yeah. of these, actually, yeah, the majority, only Becca had seen the apartment before we all signed on it. Yeah. The, and there were other ones that I only had toured, nobody else saw. Yeah. And like your tours were mostly just literal FaceTimes. Mm-hmm. And we started out really strong. And I think it was more about, okay, like we are grown ups now. We can't just, like, look at Zillow and be like, ooh, rent. Like, you have to look at the place. You have to, like, engage with, like... Yeah. With the space. And, like, also, me being, I, like, a a woman, Mm -hmm. I need to make sure it's okay to walk to my car at night. Yep. And, like, living in a city location, Mm -hmm. sometimes that's, like, a little dicey. Yeah. And I know my parents would be way more supportive... And because like, I, like, I don't really rely on my, my parents financially right now, but Mm -hmm. like, I still like love the backup. Of course. And so using that backup, I needed to make sure I could have put a great slideshow presentation together. (laughs) It is safe. It is like, I have space Yep. and this is how long it takes me to get to work. And like, I would love your support, that kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. basically what I'm trying to say is I wish we were all in one central location so that we could have toured places together together i feel like that would have really really helped out and i think it would have weeded out a lot of things too like a lot of which and that's it that kind of ties into my biggest mistake or for me that i felt i wish i had just done a little better of making making the priorities list mm -hmm. and knowing being like real with yourself about this is actually what matters. Mm. Proximity to stuff or safety or access or looks of the place. Because I jumped into this of just, oh, it's a city. It's Boston. It's looking at at the city as a whole and realizing cities are just made up of a bunch of tiny little vibes. And so the vibes aren't going to be the same, even if the price is the same, even if they're both nice Mm -hmm. places know your vibe and know the vibe that matters to you true and like i think it was just luck we had luck the first time with it with it too obviously the applications they are they cost money true there was a lot of time a lot of emotional energy put into it and so i only say it was a mistake 
because I think it would save a lot of time. Yes, I definitely think I would make the steps to save the time and money. But I do think, could we go into, are we going into good things? Let's talk about our biggest yes. Our biggest yes, um, shout out our (laughs) realtor. Love Charlotte. Okay, and like, again, another shout out to my mother. She, we were kind of close. We were kind of close. My job had started um, only like a week and like two weeks from like getting the apartment. So Mm. we were cutting it pretty close. Very close. Morale was low. low. And my mom said, if you're going to do something, you got to put your mind to it and you're going to do it because like enough talking. Yep. Like cut, she was like, cut the crap. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach out. She reached out to her friend who's a real estate agent in Connecticut and seeing if she had any connections. Thankfully she did. Mm-hmm. Um, connected us with a young real estate agent. She's only who knew the vibe, a couple years older than us had just like, was also a recent graduate mm-hmm. and, um, was kind of just like, okay, this is what you need. Yeah. And this is your price point, And these are the places that I have available. Mm-hmm. And like, and she, and she helped me make decisions based off of like, okay, like, you know, you don't want this, you don't want that. So that's out. Mm -hmm. And like, it was just so helpful to have somebody say, in reality, you don't have 500 choices. You have two. pick one. Yeah. And then based off that choice, here you go. Exactly. And it was, oh, the clarity that she bought or brought in. And I think her just like genuine knowledge of the area and like, like, um, just rental properties dealing with landlords mm-hmm. and property managers and the like the communication style yeah. really like was so strong which and, and not tapping into the ethics or my personal opinion about it but also our landlord isn't in the US correct. or a lot of the building owner landlord or whatever mm-hmm. and so it is there are a lot of people to deal with and so it was nice to have that first person the real estate agent be like these are your people True. that you're dealing with. So she, and she was beautiful and like, I loved her process. So definitely like that would be my, like Big, my yes. yes. My yes was, yeah, it seems like a real estate agent's um, cost or their fee mm-hmm. is a lot. And you're like, I could do it on my own. But it <laughs> makes the emotional and the mental like, drain it has yeah. is put it on someone else and Literally. pay for it. That's their job. And it's it was her job to answer my questions at 10 p.m. Yeah. Like, and yes, maybe I shouldn't have texted her at 10 p.m., but she understood my, like, anxiety and she yeah. understood the, like, pressure. So... Cool. And just, just the same as you would look at somebody that was kind of shopping for a house without a realtor as, whoa, why are you putting yourself through that much stress yeah. unnecessarily? Exactly. Of so. that, especially in a city... And because this is Boston, we live... Yeah, that's okay to say. Yeah? Yeah, we live in Boston. They're gonna... They're gonna find us. No, I hope they do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Moving to... Like, I, I'm new to this city. Yeah. And I don't know it well. And so it was really nice to just have somebody in our corner. Correct. And, yeah. So I think Charlotte was biggest yes. Shout out. Shout out, Miss Charlotte. Miss Char. Um, okay. Actual moving. Mm-hmm. The rubber meets the road. We found the place. Date was set. Yeah, finally. It felt like it was like a weight, weight lifted off of Just our shoulders. A huge, huge relief. Yeah. Um, talk to me about what you think 
was the biggest mistake for the actual move. Ooh. Or something, like we reframed for the first one, something that when you're doing it again, what are we doing differently? I Hiring movers. <laughs> I, like, I'm, I'm, I love the gym. I love working out and staying active and being fit. Moving is not a form of exercise I enjoy. Nope. And... No. I think it's going to be the same with like the real the real estate agent hire someone else to do it. That is their job is to take all of my crap and put it somewhere else because I'm not doing it again. Thank you so much for coming to my TED talk. The end. Like literally the end. Like that dresser, I will not be lifting it up. No. Like I will lift I will personally travel and move my clothing and my like jewelry and light bags. <laughs> I will not be moving furniture. No. No. So, and I... Well, and that's that's the thing. To clarify, I have no issue. I'll organize a box. I'll put things together. Yeah. I'll fold the sheets. I'll put the clothes in the little hanger bags. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I will not be moving couches up and down stairs. (laughs) Like, I am retired. And, okay, but, like, another, another prop to you, because you went into it full... (laughs) I mean, like, fully, I don't even know the word, like, enthusiastic. Like, I was like, Will, I'm going to need you to lift up this 500-pound mattress and put it in my room. And you were like, done. Well, and with those things, they're so painful and unenjoyable that it's just better to get it done. Yeah. Like, you were like, there's no sense in waiting. No. No. Because it's going to hurt, and it's going to be, we also, we moved, it was so hot and sweaty. And I love, like, do not get me wrong. I love heat. I will love heat till the day I die. But it was the kind where your hands just sweat. So as you're moving, it was, everything was sliding. And also, I say this with so much love and compassion. When you move and you're moving out of your parents' house and your parents are involved, you're also moving with all that family goodness and tension. And yeah, like, so it's, moving days are just. But, like, I feel like, yeah, the, our parents were more just, like... But here's the thing that I think we did well. And oh, my, and my we win. Do? Because, kind of looping into that tension family thing, mm-hmm. we staggered the move-ins. Like, with Unintentionally. College, totally unintentionally. But if you're moving with four people, or really more than one... More than one, one or two. This staggering your moves actually was, I think, the, one of the most helpful things. I agree. I think, well, to clarify... Move in day was September first, <laughs> and for those that don't know, Boston is a insane, crazy time at September first. Like everyone's moving in and out at the yep. same exact time. And we're tucked in between Tufts, Harvard. Yeah, we have like a college. We have college campuses moving in and out. Yeah. At that exact time, but so unintentionally, I was the first to get here, get the keys, and you know, um, I was actually fortunate enough to meet the residents that lived in our apartment before and they gave me tips. The scoop. They gave me the scoop. They, they gave, gave me the, the tips, tea. tricks, the kinks and all, everything about the apartment in the area, which I was so grateful for. And they even were like, hey, we notice you have a lot of stuff in your car. <laughs> would you like help? And I was like, I would love nothing more. So I had Thank you so much. two random strangers literally put their backs into it and bring up and it, honestly, and at that point, there was no furniture. It was like, honestly just, like, my clothes and stuff. So I was living out of bags and sleeping on an air mattress for a good 12 days. 
We were we were roughing it. Would never do that again. Um, we roughed it, and then Landon came in. Uh, our other roommate was there that afternoon, and I helped him move. But his it was stuff. like your your wave of stuff came through the door. It was kind of put away where it needed to be. Yep, it was so in that my then room. His his stuff then got tucked into where he needed it to be, and there was um. Then you came in. Mm-hmm. We, me and Landon, now a day later. Yeah, a day later, and then me and Landon then helped you move your stuff in, and so that was three. Mm-hmm. And then all four of us helped Talia move in her stuff, her things. Was... And then there was all four of us to then move the living room furniture in yep. that um, Landon's parents so graciously provided for us, was... which was really sweet of them. But it was just it was nice to have that breathing room around. Yeah, because TBH. I get so overstimulated moving when there's just a bunch of stuff and nothing's in its place. And, and it's, you have no clue where to put anything. Your temperature's deregulated. You're probably dehydrated, hungry. You're praying Sleepy. to the Lord that there's a working bathroom. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, moving is moving itself is... There's just a certain element of... You just drove a certain amount of hours, That's too. You're so right, because often... Yeah, all of our moves happened at the end of long drives. Well, yeah, I mean... We we weren't moving down the street to per se. We were no. moving states. Yeah, both of us moved out of state. state. All of the yeah, everyone except for Talia. So Landon moved. Landon and you moved from similar areas, and then mm-hmm. I moved southern from being more south. I think with moving though, kind of wrapping up that section is just plan, plan, plan. It and it sounds so cliche, but planning it out makes it go so much better. Yeah. Like, wing it. Wing other things. And if you're not planning for the move, plan financially to hire people to move for you. True. If you're like, I don't want to lift a finger, then okay, then you need to make sure that you have the means to hire a company. And I think when we move, eventually move out of this place, Mm -hmm. even if you and your roommate are going the same destination, split it. Split it. Absolutely split it. Like, go, go for the bigger truck and split the cost. Yeah. Because it will just come out cheaper at the end. <laughs> That's what they called me in high school. Mm, cheaper at the end. Um, <laughs> and then lastly, talking about the post-move era, mm-hmm. our personal midnights era, um, <laughs> we've been here for just about three months, mm-hmm. looking at that first couple weeks in the apartment, the immediate post-move. What were some things that you would now look out for? Oh, I would totally make sure that... Like, if I could go back and tell myself, like, hey, um, like, here's a hint. <laughs> I feel like it, I think the air mattress I slept on for the first 12 days, like, really destroyed my back. Yeah. So, like, maybe I should have figured out my little furniture situation beforehand. But you know what? We have it now. Exactly. That's all that matters. Um, I think also I'm grateful for being with people I know already Mm -hmm. and I've spent time with before moving yeah and like I'm very good friends with all of you Mm -hmm. and I think it's really interesting to see the way other people live yes like because I had roommates in college but that's college like this is like we have big girl big boy jobs right now Mm -hmm. so seeing it's like young professional living versus college living exactly so like seeing the like routine and just seeing like what people do and like I think it's just and it's more, so more interesting. funny. Everybody you funny. can tell everybody was raised so differently. Yeah, and it's like just like little quirks. And I too, but uh, being 
transparent. I have to remind myself that it's not wrong. It's just different. Just literally different. But even down to everything from temperature to dishes to laundry. I think it's so interesting of like, yeah, show respect to your roommates. But okay, what does respect look like for each For each, for each roommate, person? yeah. And how do you find that central It's kind of like love languages, living languages. I like almost. that. So like just finding what works and also I think communicating... Because I have a tendency to, like, bottle things in and then blow mm-hmm. up. And then everyone was like, whoa, where did that come from? And, and you're like, like eh, this has been brewing. This has been brewing, but nobody knows that, Rebecca, because you didn't tell them. So, like, yeah. I've been trying to work with, like, communication about just, like, it's really not that deep. Mm-hmm. Like, do the dishes, clean up after yourself. And I speak for this with myself as well. Mm-hmm. Keep your room however you want your room to be. Exactly. You, fine, but, like... The common spaces, I think we're all in a really good rhythm right now, just about Mm -hmm. just being clean, picking up, because we're all doing so many different things throughout the day, too. Yeah. I make my lunch for school in the morning, Mm -hmm. before school, wake up, and, like, I get, I'm the first one out the door. Yeah. But I'm also the first one to come in after, after work, because of the hours for school is different. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more just, like... Which, and that's, that kind of ties into one of the biggest things that especially with you and me, but the rest of the apartment that we're figuring out is decompression time True. of that. We, you know, we are in a city. The apartments aren't sprawling by any yeah, means. Yeah. We don't have like a nice garden to go walk around in. And we're all, I feel like we're all a bit of a different mix of introvert and extrovert. Mm-hmm. And so finding that time of dude, if you're coming in off a screaming work day where it just was not the, the vibe, mm-hmm. like how does that look? And what space do you need? What environment do you need? Mm-hmm. Because it's hard. There, We have four different people that we need to provide and create a safe, nurturing environment for. Not to sound all ooh. But, like, you're right. And we also have all of our jobs are extremely different. <laughs> and, so like, I different. think mine is a little more off the spectrum than the than the rest of the are three Are you calling roommates. my job on the spectrum? No, I'm saying, like, you... you and the other no, two know. roommates work in a similar world. Yes. I am in a completely different universe when it comes to work life. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's interesting. Well, like, it, without, without going into any detail about it, I think one of the huge things, I go to work with adults, you go to work with, with children. children. And we yeah. spend the same amount of hours with those people. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes all I need to do, some, and there's also some days... I come home from work and all I need to do is talk to somebody above the age of 12. <laughs> and then uh, there's other times where I'm like, all I want to do is literally like, don't talk to anybody and zone out. Mm-hmm. And Don't like, look at me. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Like I need some time. And then I think it's about respecting boundaries and respecting or just plain on respecting everybody else's like ways. They, yeah. ways they come home, ways they live. Saying this, I can say this directly to you of that. When, when my job is going well, when I, uh, when everything's going well, when the apartment's doing well, it's easy to get mm-hmm. along and be in the same space and enjoy each other's company. What matters, and, and one of the reasons that I genuinely love you the way I do, is that it's in those hard times that we're able to say, hey, I need space, or hey, I'm doing X, Y, Z, and then we can talk about this. Yeah, or, like, and I save th- it for another hour. Like, that me saves hour. the apartment. Yeah, I think communication, just in general, is good. But we'll end. We'll end with this. I think the most important, biggest takeaway, and I and I'm laughing, but I'm so serious about this, 
is if you have IBS, uh, oh, move, my... in, move in with somebody else who does as well because we... you never have to explain that you need to spend that hour in the bathroom. Yep. And also, be fully transparent if you do have yeah. tummy issues about those tummy issues. Because, do not suffer in silence. Because, like, I, like you, take, you take baths in the girls' bathroom, mm-hmm. and that is completely okay, but you always make sure that I am set <laughs> for at least an hour when it comes to using the facilities. Because you know that, like, it, when, when a storm is a brewing. When a storm is a brewing. Well, thank you so much, Bex, for coming on the show. It's oh a gosh. joy thank you for to talk me. to you, as always. Yeah. I'm sure I will see you around the apartment. I will <laughs> see you still. <laughs> I will see you still. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Downright Happy Podcast. My name is Will Foster, and you can find this show on any place that you listen to podcasts, and you can find us on TikTok or Instagram under Daily Foster. Remember, be kind, be love, and above all, be professional movers. Be professional movers. Go get Move them, to a city. Move to a city.